All right, guys, welcome to the Dragon Drive show presented by Summer Racing for August 9th, 2023. Welcome to the show, y'all. I'm excited about this one. We don't have a guest tonight because it's going to torrentially rain again. And like they're talking about storms and uh, tornadoes and all that kind of stuff. So we're going to cut the show a little bit short tonight. No guests. But next week we have Jared Holt and possibly Javier from that racing channel to talk about King of the Open Road. And then tonight, and then we're talking about upcoming events, Dragon Drive World Champion points updates. The top 50 eighth mile racer list is out. And then Rich Guido makes a great post about some stick shift racing and racers. And then the um, street race small block power outer class of Hot Rod Drag Week 2023. We're going to go through some of that. And again, tonight's show is going to be a little bit shorter because we are under a tornado watch. And the podcast room is in the corner <laughs> of the middle shop that I have in my backyard. So. All right, guys, if you are new here, my name is Mike Narks and I run DragonDrive.com and the Dragon Drive Addiction Group with my co-host, Mr. Eric White, who is also a very busy guy. Eric, introduce yourself and tell them what you do, dude. I am Eric White. I am co-host for Dragon Drive Show, Dragon Drive News. Uh, outside of that, I do my own channel, 815LSX Swaps, which just passed 2,500 subscribers, so that's exciting, and 900,000 total channel views. So super excited about that, and uh, that's that's me, right? Yeah, you, you're a busy guy. You've been helping a lot of events around the country as well with flyers and posters and racer posts and, and things like that, so that's been awesome. Uh, before we kick off the show, guys, my mother and stepdad have taken over my grandfather's 78-ish Toyota truck. If anybody knows where to get a fuel tank, for like a 78 Toyota, the little small truck, uh, let me know. We uh, They need one so they can get that thing going. The next thing I want to congratulate somebody on, I, I want to say thanks to all the folks that submitted photos, more than 160. That was pretty awesome. I grabbed, I think there's 140 that weren't duplicated. Um, I want to congratulate our friend Chris Story of Chris Story Photo for getting the cover shot of Sick the Magazine uh, that's actually shipping right now. I saw Luke made made a post about it shipping out right now. This is pretty awesome. You guys know we love Chris Story. He was on the, the show last week talking about the the trip. They took 10,000 miles, him and Phil Balmaceda, in this ZR1 Corvette, 10,000 miles, two Dragon Drive national or two Dragon Drive events, I mean, all the way from Houston to Tulsa to Alaska and back. So it was pretty amazing. So congratulations to him. That's a, that's a huge win. And that's another feather in his cap, dude. I mean, he's had a centerfold. He's had the cover <laughs> shot now, I think twice. So that's pretty awesome. So congratulations that's, to our, our buddy, Chris story. Yeah. That's a killer photo too. Oh man. Ah, mm. I mean, it makes he, me want to go up there. He had a ton of killer photos, but that one's, yeah. that one's a good one. Yep. I, uh, I cut down the, video you know their interview from last week to a standalone video and in that we just basically go through about 150 of the photos that he had taken during that time while they're telling stories and things like that so uh his first full spread was my car at the circuit that's pretty awesome the facebook user as you guys see here on this um stream is a service we use for our live streaming stuff and yes you do have to give your permission every time i have no idea why but if you are in the if you see facebook user pop up here that means they are in the facebook uh group dragon drive addiction all right cool let's uh on to the next stuff dude 
Yep. So we, we got on here. We got our found on racing junk here. I got to switch my screens around. Uh, I got a lot of screens open tonight. <laughs> Me too, man. I'm telling <laughs> you, it's crazy. I've been I've been going pretty wild here at the uh, at the house, getting stuff written for the the show, and then cutting down the videos if people haven't seen. Uh, we've been cutting those down and taking segments and making those standalone videos. So I've uh, been pretty busy. Yeah, let's see here. Uh, I don't know what's going on here. I guess we'll just do it this way. Uh, we'll start with this one. So this week's theme, since I like doing themes, is yep. all about stuff that we can't afford. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I, was, I was scrolling through the, the recently posted stuff, and I kept finding a lot of cool stuff that, at least for me, was out of my budget. You know, you can see this right. one's 55000 maybe... Maybe not out of everybody's budget, but this one here is back to the first picture here. This is a Camaro that oh, nice. was previously owned by Stevie Fass and also by Kai Kelly, one of his no prep Camaros. Nice. So I definitely thought that was pretty cool. You can see the the Pat Musi sticker on the hood there. And so this is a full blown no prep car so not really drag and drive related but still a very cool car i mean i think big radiators are what makes drag and drive cars right yeah i mean <laughs> you you should be able to turn any one of those into a drag yeah. and drive car so let's see here my computer's struggling let me get my second one up here we got... And just a reminder, uh, Racing Junk Classifieds is the official buy-sell-trade classifieds of Dragon Drive Addiction. We don't run a buy-sell-trade page. We just send everybody to Racing Junk. It's easier that way, and you get a lot more coverage. This this price will this price will make you pucker a little bit. You see that? <laughs> but you're gonna you're gonna recognize this car because we saw this car in person. Oh, this was the car in the Summit booth, wasn't it? At PRI yep. 2022. Yep. Wow. Yep. Wow. That that price really threw me for a loop. I knew it was a nice car, but yeah, wow. that's why I didn't touch that car. <laughs> <laughs> I like kept my eight at least eight inches away from that thing. Man, that's amazing. Yep. So Reese Brothers Gen 2 70 Camaro Proline Hemi Pro Charger. 375,000. Beautiful car. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of that car. It looked amazing. And apparently, I mean, the the way the guys in the Summit booth were talking, it is an absolute killer on the track, too. So that's awesome. Yeah. So when I saw this, I was like, all right, $375,000. we are still going to have to show it, though. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. So that's, that's number two. We got a couple other ones quick here. Uh, another no prep one here. Larry Jeffers, 55 Chevy Outlaw Pro Mod, 215. Like new, can't build it for that price. Wow. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. Now, I think that's one benefit to buying a car that's complete is that generally you get a deal. Yeah. Now, again, this is another really, really nice looking car, though. Yeah. And the theme this week is, uh, you know, I can't afford it. So. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Things you can't afford. Yeah. So, and then let me get the last one here. This last one's pretty cool. I, I saw this one and uh, I was like, this, I got to show this. Uh, not a car because on okay. found on racing junk, you can find a lot of stuff, not always cars. 
Yeah. Well, you check, found a tank last week. Check this out. 12 oh, yeah. plus garage spaces for your toys. Florida lifestyle, one hour from Bradenton. Wow. Can you imagine? Is that $1.8 million? <laughs> yeah, yes, it is. Well, <laughs> 1.795, but you know. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just round up. Could you does, anybody have, does anybody have $1.9 million I can borrow yeah. so I can buy this thing? I mean, check that out. A couple engines on engine stands in here. I don't even know if this is still the shop. Yeah, it is. Like a yeah, living wow. area in the shop. How cool is that? Yeah. Honey, just come see me. I'll, I'm going to be over at the shop. That's right. pretty awesome. Look at that. House and then the shop. Yeah. Ain't that wild. I mean, and you got a pool. Yeah, for the family. Yeah, I mean, it'll only take probably 10 of us to afford it. Yeah. Listen, um, you guys just sign up for the Patreon. <laughs> and uh, just keep signing up just and then sending that money and uh, we'll just move on down there and then one last thing that i was going to show that i found on the home page which i thought was really cool is uh they have an events area so nice. it shows the the next dragon drive event is nostalgia nights yeah that's going to be fun and you are attending that event we're going to actually cover that here in just a few minutes going to talk a little bit about what you're going to do and all the fun stuff that goes along with uh with you being at event and what that also means for me that weekend because I've got an event of my own uh, right. that we'll be we'll be going to. So let's kick off the uh, the next seven events for the Dragon Drive community. This All round right. is first up. Yep. So August 11th, which is you know obviously in two days, you got the Summit Racing Sick Power Fest going to be at M1 Concourse in Pontiac, Michigan. Y'all, this. This event looks pretty cool. Obviously, it's put on by the sick team. Uh, burnouts, they're doing Aussie-style burnouts. They're doing some drifting, which is kind of cool. And then RC drag racing, nitro cackling. And what Tom said the other day is under the lights. That's probably the biggest thing is because a lot of these guys do the nitro stuff, but then they don't have – they're not under the lights. And that's the whole purpose of it, so you can see the flames coming out of the stuff. And then, obviously, a, a really big car show. Again, at the M1 Congress, this is – the prelude to as uh, a pre-party, I guess, to Roadkill Nights. So that'll be kind of fun uh, for all the folks that are up there. I know there are a ton of drag and drive racers that are attending this. So, you know, go up, see your race car friends, hang out, have some fun. Um, I know they're going to have all kinds of stuff going on there. And it's at the M1 Concourse. So the videos that I've seen of that place are really, really nice. So, yep, that's, um, that's going to be exciting. Yeah, let's go back one comment. I think somebody is. Oh, yeah. 39 days until Drag Week. Yep, we are. Uh, we're going to talk about that here in just a minute, David Fontaine. Perfect. Um, the next event is Nostalgia Nights, which, like we talked just a few minutes ago, you're going to be attending that. So why don't you tell us a little bit about it and then the kind of what you're going to be doing there as well. Yep. So I'm going to leave here Wednesday. Going to drive to Indiana. They're having their pre-party with the concert on Wednesday night. So I'll be there. So I don't remember exactly what time that's starting, but hopefully I'll be able to find six. find some spot where I can come hang out for a little bit, yeah. jump on here. Um, I don't know how well the service will be, but I'll be on my phone. But hopefully I yeah. can hide in a place where I can hang out, talk a little bit, uh, let you know who's going to be there. And then yeah. racing will start on Thursday. So I'll be uh, helping out run some of the event and then taking some pictures, getting some videos. Uh, both for them and for us. So nice. Um, that'll be Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So yeah, I've been making be a bunch cool. of 
been making a bunch of these racer posts, just like this one that's on the screen. Um, there's going to be a lot of cool cards that are coming from yeah. from the posts that I've made. Yeah, a lot. I saw uh, Lee Brooks the other day in that um, '67 or '9 Ford pickup. I love that truck. That was his grandpa's truck. You know, I'm a I'm a huge fan of that. Saw him, met him last year at Drag Week. So it's going to be cool, man. I will be at the Midwest Drag Racing Series in St. Louis that I didn't put a photo in here <laughs> uh, because it's not a drag and drive, right? So, but I'll be there to help run the cameras, uh, work the live stream board, and maybe even jump on the mic a little bit for some announcing. And this will be my first time around Pro Mods and Top Fuel Cars. So I'm kind of excited about that. Now, that's not really my typically what I do, but I want to say thanks to Daniel Green for thinking about me when they needed an extra set of hands. And so uh, I'll be headed up that way on Thursday. And then it is Friday and Saturday and I'll be at uh, Worldwide Raceway or Worldwide Technology in St. Louis. So it'll be the fourth or fifth time I've been through St. Louis this year. Yeah, that, that'll be fun. I mean, going to the oh, NHRA event earlier <clears throat> this year, I mean, it may yep. not be a drag and drive, but it's it's still a lot of fun. So and that's well, and yeah, that's actually going to be sure the same there's... time. Go ahead. I said that's actually going to be the same time as Nostalgia Night. So we're mm -hmm. going to be kind of in two different places, both covering some events. Yeah, it's going to be a blast. And there's like Tina Pierce is part of the Midwest Drag Racing Series, so you know I'll be able to see her and David um, up there. So that'll be kind of cool. So there'll be some drag and drive folks that are there. And, you know, I'm going to obviously be wearing my drag and drive apparel in case uh, they let me do that. I don't know if I'll have to have any kind of special shirt on or whatever, but uh, you know, always going to be preaching about drag and drive to especially all of that, that level of racer as well. All right. Uh, Pine pass shootouts, the next event, August 25th through 28th. This is a four day event. Uh, four days of racing, three different tracks, Prince George, British Columbia. It's limited to 150 racers. I like the five classes they have. They have uh, bike, which is obviously a motorcycle. They have stick shift, which <laughs> we're going to talk about stick shift racing here in a minute. Um, they have outlaw, they have bracket, and then they have just here for fun. I kind of like the just here for fun. Um, that seems like an interesting class because generally the folks that are slower would be in that class. So like, who knows what's going to win that class? It's going to be kind of fun to, to see what goes on there. Uh, yeah, your schedules are packed. Someone here says your schedules are packed. I thought I was busy with all the events. <laughs> I've been. That's uh, there, There's definitely a lot of stuff going on. And then the next event is Delta Street Week, August 31st through September 3rd, starting at George Ray's Wildcat Drag Strip in Paragould, Arkansas, which you, if you guys don't know, that is in Northeast Arkansas, which is where I grew up and am from. So I'm going to go back there for at least the first day. So they're going to race at Paragould and then Newport. This is all Arkansas tracks. So this will be the first time anybody's really done this with Arkansas stuff. So it's going to be fun. Eighth mile. I think we're going to see some fast cars uh, that are maybe, you know, like guys that want to step off into drag and drive, but haven't yet. And this is coming right into our, uh, you know, home tracks. So Paragould. Newport, Prescott, and Centerville, and then back to Paragould for the for the award ceremony. It's kind of a neat deal. They do four days of racing, and then they just go back to Paragould for the for the awards. There's no racing on that last day because they have a big points race that's going on that day as well. So all eighth mile should be a lot of fun, and hopefully I'll get to see some folks that I know. So if you, if you are close to this track, um, please swing or close to any of those tracks. Please swing by. I will say I have asked about. 
entry count to see where they are on that to see what kind of Dragon Drive World Champion eligibility is available uh, for, for this event. Then we move on to Hot Rod Drag Week. As somebody said earlier, 39 days. David Fontaine was talking about that. September 17th through 22nd. I know David and uh, his wife, uh, Sandra, Chandra. Oh, dang, I, I should have known that. Um, I know they are thrashing to get there. Uh, September 17th through 22nd, I'll be there for sure. Darlington, South Carolina, 300 plus racers. And guys, I was kind of doing the math on some of the drives today. It looks like we're going to have two days that are more than 250 miles each day. So typical, you know, hot rod drag week type stuff. And then the last event we're going to feature this week is One Guy's Garage, which is in Eric's backyard with yep. Cordova and Byron. So I'm, I'm hoping that you can kind of ease over and um, talk to those guys. I know that event has been going on for a long time, six or seven years, and Nathan puts on an amazing show. They have five classes, uh, September 22nd through 24th, Cordova, Byron, and Tri-State Raceway. So it ought to be pretty cool. I, I'm, I'm interested to see how the three different tracks work and, uh, and how their schedule is. So pretty neat. That's our events update. Obviously we dig a little deeper on Saturday mornings for the dragon drive news, talking about events and day counts and how many days are left and all that kind of stuff and all the updates that come from that. But on the show, we like to just hit a few six or seven of these that are coming up here in the next month or so. So looking at that list that we just went through, I'll be at nostalgia nights. You'll be at Midwest Drag uh, Racing Series. Mm -hmm. I don't know that. No, we, neither one of us will be at the Pine Pass because that one's up no. in Canada. Yep. You're going to hit Delta Street Week. Yep. You're going to be at Hot Rod Drag Week. Yep. And I should be able to at least hit Byron for One Guy's Garage. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of coverage that we are providing for people. <laughs> Yeah. That is for sure. And we, we couldn't do that without you guys and your support and your follows and your comments and your shares and your likes. And definitely without our sponsors, you know, Summit Racing, Molly Motorsports, Sweet Patina, Howard's Cams, and Racing Junk Classifieds. It, it, those, everybody makes it possible. I mean, everybody that is watching this now, everybody that's watching this later, everybody's listening to it on the podcast. Huh? Yeah, podcast. Talk about that. Yep. So this will come out Monday morning at 10 a.m. Or no, sorry, Friday morning at 10 a.m. Uh, for the, the podcast on this. And you can find that on the Dragon Drive Addiction Podcast on your favorite podcast app. One more event you want to talk about here? Yeah, one of our favorites. Yeah, one of our favorite events. Um, the Dragon Drive. And I hope... I hope it's going to be somebody, a lot of these other people's favorite event too. Dragon Drive Addiction is hosting the Dragon Drive Awards presented by Summit Racing December 7th at 11 a.m. at PRI 2023. Y'all, th this is next level stuff. I hope you understand this is this is really taking things to the next level. It's the first ever Dragon Drive Awards um, that has been out that really encompasses all of the events not just a single event. And that's what I'm so excited about this is to bring all of this to an extra level of uh, people attending PRI. that are going to come over and be like, what's going on in this room over here. You guys are having a blast. <laughs> so we are going to be set up at booth 4746 for the PRI show. So we'll be there all weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And then um, we are doing the award show Thursday, first day of the event at 11 a.m. So if you are not able to make it and you do receive an award, come by and see us later in the weekend. We'll know about the awards coming 
Uh, we'll know about the awards and the list of those will be posted before PRI simply to let people know like, hey, this is what you're going to win. If you are not able to come, we will mail your stuff to you and things like that. And that's that's all possible because of our, you know, our stuff with Summit Racing, our partnership. So it's yeah. pretty awesome. I'm super excited. I uh, I love PRI. Hopefully we can yeah. see uh see a bunch of people there. We've talked about all kinds of ideas on stuff mm -hmm. that we're gonna try to bring. Um we haven't nailed any of them down, but we've got a lot of really cool ideas that I think people will like. Oh yeah. I mean it's it's gonna be really amazing to be able to one, just bring the kind of attention that drag and drive racers deserve to them, but also to be able to bring a lot of attention from other sponsors, you know, not just for us, but for racers too. There's a lot of opportunity for racers that just have never met the right sponsor yet, you know, because they just haven't thought, Oh man, Hey, these, these guys would be good. So yeah. uh, I think we're going to be able to help with that a lot. So, well, let's move to the next spot here. The found on summit racing. Now you guys know I dig in here quite a bit. Um, I'm always on here looking for parts, especially the last couple of weeks. Steven, uh, I've been working with him to put together a C10 truck that is very, very nice. And so, you know, obviously when you're looking for parts, my first stop is Summit Racing. And I found today they've got Summit Bucks, 55 Summit Bucks on a lot of the AFCO shocks, which I thought was, um, this is probably late in the season to make a full change to your shock setup on your car. But if you are chasing those numbers like Jay and Brian are, you know, you've got to get in and get your car dialed in right. And AFCO shocks can certainly help with that. So you see they've got 55 Summit Bucks available on a lot of this stuff. You know, I'm always trying to save money and uh, and do as much money with do as much with my money as I possibly can. So there's all kinds. I mean, it's you see them on, on here on all of those. And then the instant rebates, I've used this quite a bit too lately. Um, AFR, let me get back to my list here of companies because there's like AFR, SCAT, Yukon, and Excess Power Batteries. There's six pages of instant rebates here, guys. You can you can dig down through here, all kinds of cylinder heads, gears, Positrack, um, rotating assemblies, all that kind of stuff available on summitracing.com. Jump over there, find it, find the instant rebates. You can go right in. It saves you money right away. I mean, you know, if you can't if you can't get into that, then there's something wrong with you. So. And what else can you get while you're at Summit? I mean, you can get the official merchandise of Drag and Drive Addiction. Yeah, we show Drag Dash In Dash Drive in the uh, top search bar, and and you're set. Yep, and we showed the new shirt last week, so that's mm -hmm. on there. So you can go grab one of those. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. That's uh, Summit Racing has been a huge partner for us. They are they're amazing. We talk to them all the time. Everybody's been a huge partner for us. I mean, it, we are a very small group of folks here. You know, it's, it's generally me and you doing a little bit of everything. So, right, uh, it's great to have people that we can bounce ideas off of and and things like that. So, I want to say thank you to them and thank you. I mean, I was even talking to Blake at Sweet Patina because he is sponsoring the toughest roadside repair trophy at the uh at the dragon drive awards very nice yeah jay says uh afco racing amazing upgrade uh for us over the winter so yeah i mean it's it's really helped them that that whole car is coming around i mean it's well not coming around it's it's there it's just a matter of making it uh work at all the south carolina and uh, hot rod drag week tracks so yeah well, let's jump into so we got dragon drive world champion presented by summit racing um 
again, this award is something that will be printed or will be presented during the Dragon Drive Awards at PRI. Uh, the series points, I, I know I'll probably everybody probably hears this every time, but series points are limited to racers' top performance at three national events. And guys, there are six events left in the season, uh, six possible events left in the season. So uh, racer updates since last week, Walter Doyle, I've been messaging back and forth with him. He is planning on attending race week and Southeast Street and Yeet. Uh, his racer that has already attended three and completed three national level Dragon Drive events. What's great about his setup is he has he has one event where he or two events where he was second place. So if he can win his class in either of those, one of his lesser point events will fall off and he will actually keep going higher. Obviously, if he finishes another event, we're not going to add that to 93 points because he has already completed three. So I've um, I've listed all of this on the Dragon Drive World Champion uh, page. If you want to take a look at it, it's Dragon Drive, drag-in-drive-world-champion. Um, you can put it into Google and pull it up there or just find it on the dragondrive.com page too. Uh, Michael Westberg posted the other day that he's not going to be attending another event. So does that kind of freak you out a little bit? It kind of freaks me out a little bit because this dude's sitting two events and 76 points. I mean, he, he has the real opportunity to win it all. He does, but it's obviously, uh, you know, we talked about the Aussies and what it costs mm -hmm. to ship a car back and forth. Oh, yeah. So I can understand the uh, the money well, situation on what it would take to get that vehicle to another event. Yeah. Well, in 39 days from now, you start looking at, could he even ship the Camaro over here in that amount of time? And I mean, I think it took 12 weeks last time, just by the time it got through port and all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah. Um, so I was doing some math and, you know, like I said last week, I feel like people that have mid sixties on their points right now, which I have put on the dragon drive world champion page, I've listed everybody that has 60 points or above so that you can go on there and you can see it. So I think all of those guys have a chance. I, I think really all it takes is somebody to somebody that's at a higher point level to make a mistake on their third event, not finish or finish out of a podium. And suddenly now you have guys like, Bill Armstrong and Rich Guido, both of those guys are tied at 69 points. Both of them are racing at race week and that event will give them both three national level events. So that's going to be kind of cool. I'm, I'm excited. You know, I'm sure both of those guys are going to be racing in the six shift class. If they can finish with an eight second average, that would give them 104 points to end the season with, right? Um, if Corey Thompson, who I keep going back to, cause I really feel like he's in a great spot, um, and has the opportunity to, to reset the record for the hot rod class. But let's say that he ends up third in the hot rod class with a nine second average, he would end the event with 103 points. So you start looking at what it takes to do all that. And now suddenly you are in a situation where, you know, somebody like rich or bill that are at 69 points, they could come in and win it all. Yeah. Which obviously, um, we, 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 I don't, I want somebody to win it that is a winner. That's the biggest part of this that I want folks to understand. The whole reason behind the additional points for winning your class and the, the faster ET averages and things like that is because we want somebody that is that level of competitiveness. We want somebody that is a podium finisher. So, 
Um, so, you know, again, I'm, I'm always looking at the math. I'm always trying to figure out who can do what. The one thing that I think is going to struggle some folks is going or give some people some struggle is that you can only use one eighth mile event, especially since Southeast Street Neat has two events this year. So, you know, if somebody didn't perform or they did great at the first Street Neat, you know, their second street need may not, they have to perform better there and be higher on the podium uh, to, to make it more points because that eighth mile event is going to fall off because you can only use one eighth mile race for your drag and drive world champion points. Great. That was a lot. And you've been hitting me up recently with all kinds of these hypothetical situations. So it's, it's kind of cool to see what could happen. Now it's just going to yep. be kind of see how it plays out now and, after each one of these events, we'll give an update and kind of what happened, where people yep. moved around, and it's going to be exciting to watch come down to the end here. Well, I'm telling you, with Death Week being back on the board at 125, I think they can they can definitely do that. You know, I, I think we're looking at each event is going to be a must finish. I don't know if y'all can hear that, but it's thundering again, really bad right now. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna get to moving on here. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm always looking at hypothetical scenarios, looking at more points, who can score this amount of points, what that means for, you know, I keep going back to Corey Thompson. I really do feel like he has the car to beat in this because it won't be hard for him to reset the mile per hour record at race week. And it also, I think he probably has the car to reset the uh, ET at race week as well for the hot rod class. So, but again, all it takes is a lifter going down on that car and maybe he doesn't have the right lifter to fix it, or maybe he doesn't get it finished in time and suddenly he's out or suddenly he turns in a 13 second time and ends up with a, a nine or 10 second average. Oh shit. Now you're in a situation where it's open. I'm, I'm telling yeah. you, we're going to end up somewhere in the, you know, 102 to 110 points is what's going to win it. So if you're doing the math, that's that's pretty, pretty close. Yeah, well, otherwise, he's going to have to try to hit uh, another event even. Yeah. And so, you know, you're already looking at race week. So you've missed drag week. Now you're doing race week. Now what is your other event? You know, yeah. Uh, which one are you going to go to? How do you get that week off of work? I think that's what's been really cool about this, too, is, you know, Walter Doyle attending two more events. That's five weeks of dragon drive racing that he will be doing in 2023. That's the kind of dude that we want to win. Yeah. Aaron Schaefer, hashtag 850 King. Uh, I'm telling you the, the 850 class, we're going to go over that here in a minute at drag week and, uh, and race week. It's going to be brutal, man. There's a lot of folks that are swinging for the 850 class and you know, I love it. That is one of my, my favorite classes. All right. So let's talk about bill and rich. Rich Guido actually made a post the other day talking about the upcoming stick shift racing and class at Rocky Mountain Race Week. And I wanted to kind of share that with you guys because I really want to give a big pat on the back for what Rich Guido is doing for the sport. There's a lot of people that know who Rich Guido is because of what he's done. So here's here's literally his word for word posted. There's going to be an epic battle at Race Week, which is Rocky Mountain 2.0 in October. This might not be a battle for first in six shift if one of the 750 cert guys uh, show up like Chad Fegley, but it will still be something to watch. That's the key. There's, there's, it's all of the racers that win these classes get a lot of attention. If they set records, they go fast, all that kind of stuff, right? But really, there is so much racing that goes on between third and sixth place in these classes 
that's what we're going to get better at telling the story there too, is because it is amazing. So first up is Chris Hines, uh, Chris Hine in his 33 coupe. Guys, this car weighs 2,900 pounds, so he's going to have to add some. Race week has a 3,000-pound minimum. Texas Speed 427, twin turbo with an RTX 1200 clutch and G-Force transmission, T56 Magnum. This car has been 868, okay? Bill Armstrong's 66 Fairlane, 3,700 pounds. Uh, small block Ford, 427 cubic inches. You guys know I love this car. Black Magic Clutch, dual 10 and a half inch clutch, uh, bank shift billy for clutch control, and another T56 Magnum, Magnum from G Force Transmission. It's been 870 in the quarter mile. Brent Stevens drives a 69 Dart that weighs 3,200 pounds, 394 cubic inches, third gen Hemi twin turbo. I'm seeing turbos. That's, that's the key here. <laughs> this car's been 871 in the quarter mile. So that's pretty awesome. Uh, Brent Stevens, 69 darts, been 871. And then Rich Keto, obviously in the 65 GTO, 4,100 pound, 521 cubic inches. Mopar, Pontiac Power here. Uh, that's a big single turbo. I love this car. Kale Aronson, next-gen single 11-inch adjustable clutch. G-Force T56 Magnum. This car's been 875 in the quarter mile. And here's what Rich said that I thought was really funny. We are all friends till we are side-by-side. <laughs> who, who you got so i thought that was a great post by rich again what he does for the sport of of drag and drive plus stick shift racing i had to bring attention to that so rich thanks for putting that post out that's the kind of stuff we love to see because i wouldn't have caught that stuff you know because he lives in the stick shift world him and and uh bill run a stick shift nation podcast i mean they actually talk stick shift racing with with stick shift racers all the time so of course I start going through my mental thoughts on uh, on what that is and who you know who's going to do what. So I had to message Chad Fegley and say, "Hey man, are you coming?" And he did confirm that he is bringing, he is coming back this year uh, to defend his title. So that most likely means he's going to be in the Corvette, which is awesome. Nice. Then high sevens, low, low eights. He currently holds the six shift record at an 8063 average. So Chad Fagley coming back could be a could be a big win. But you go back to sick week and Chad broke something on sick week. So he couldn't finish. I mean, like it's dragon drive racing is the hardest racing to figure up all the time. You know, I listen to a lot of West Buck and the Drag Illustrated and other NHRA podcasts and things. And they're always talking about these guys running X. You know, we are a group of racers that are all over the place all the time because we're racing at different tracks all the time, uh, you know, different scenarios, different track prep, all that kind of stuff. Right. Um, I also asked Tom Stark is if he is racing at race week and he said their schedule is absolutely jam packed. So he doesn't know if they're going to if he's going to bring a car or maybe he'll ride with Mac. Um uh, Michaela Stark for this event. So it'll be interesting. I'm, I'm going to love, I'm going to fly out there for Monday after back to the streets. I'm going to fly out to uh, Denver to Vandermeer because, you know, if you have the opportunity to go to that track before it closes, you got to do it. So that's what I'm doing. Um, the stick shift classes this year are, have been phenomenal. There's already been 76 racers in stick shift classes at Dragon Drive events this year. So How that's pretty cool. Awesome. Yeah. I yeah, think if pretty, I were to, I think amazing. if I were to build another car, I would try to build a stick shift car. Yeah, I have zero desire to to do stick shift <laughs> stuff. I just want to go of a button and take care of it. 
So, so congratulations to all the stick shift. Good luck to everybody that the, the thing about stick shift racing is it is so violent. So I love to watch it. Anytime those, that class is called up, I run up and get it. Well guys, one other thing that, uh, you know, contains the violence is pistons and our piston, uh, manufacturer sponsor is Molly Motorsports. So let's thank them real quick. And then we're going to get to work. Molly Motorsports is the official piston of dragondrive.com. Molly's power pack piston is the perfect candidate for your drag and drive car. Molly Motorsports competes in drag and drive events and supports our community. Project manager Eric Grillo raced a 10-second stick shift Nova at Hot Rod Drag Week 2022. He's also competed in Rocky Mountain Race Week last year with his C10 truck. Visit mollymotorsports.com for the most recent line of products. Yep, and Eric Grillo in his Nova competed at Rocky Mountain Race Week earlier this year, so... Uh, that's pretty awesome. So I don't know if we'll see him back for 2.0 or not, but it was fun to hang out with him. And I think the guy that was with him, his name was Andrew and, uh, and just had a good time, man. It was, uh, I got, went up for the last day of Rocky mountain. So it'll be cool to see all those folks again. All right. But before race week, we have hot rod drag week. Yep. Um, man, I, I said this the other day and I, it probably, made some people upset, but y'all, I think this is going to be the event that is going to change up the Dragon Drive World Champion drastically. One, because I don't quite have the um, contacts with everybody that race there, right? Like I do from racing at race week. You know, I know a lot of those racers, and so it's not hard for me to reach out. So I just don't have the contacts from Drag Week. Now, I went to 2022, but going to 2023 in a lot different scenario. I'm going to uh, be talking to everybody and anybody, <laughs> but for this week, we're going to talk about these small block, sorry, the street race, small block power adder class, because again, that's one of my favorites and it is going to be highly contested for, uh, for hot rod drag week, 2023, mainly because Dustin trance and Steve trance is at are coming back. They are returning. They are the current class record holder and they've won it back to back. So can they do it three times in a row in what is, I don't know, possibly the hardest class that's out there because an 850 car is very hard to, to race at that level. Like you're, you're either going 155 or 170. So uh, they they hold the class record for ET at an eight five fifteen set last year, and then we're going to talk about in a minute what it what the mile per hour record is as well. Is so that, is that an LS car? Do you know? Yes, yes, yeah, single turbo LS. I think um, I saw it at Midwest Drags in Byron. Uh, oh, la Last year, and if I remember right, I might even have a video of it. I think it ran an eight fifty exactly there. Yeah. Uh, on drag week. Yes, they did. They, they're one of five people in that class to ever run an eight, five, Oh, Oh, nice. So, pretty, so I, uh, I, should, I probably more. have that. I probably have that on video somewhere. Dude, you should post that up. That would be great. Yeah. I'll, <laughs> I'll take a look for it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, he definitely one of the only guys, I think only four people have done that in, in history. So pretty awesome. Um, I obviously reach out to Dustin, ask him what their plans are. He said it's going to be tough. They've had no testing uh, since Palm Beach International Raceway shut down. And there's going to be, he literally said, we've had no testing since PBIR shut down and there should be some good competition. Y'all, that's an understatement. 
<laughs> there's going to be some really uh, strong competition. Brian Acton and Jay Blanchard, Fast Act Racing, are coming back. Uh, they've been testing all year. They've won three 850 classes already. They won at the circuit. They are the fastest quarter mile car at the circuit. And they won their 850 class at Summit Racing Midwest Drags. And then they won an 850 class at just a regular weekend type race. That car is dialed in to the max and they are consistently testing all the time. So the AFCO shocks and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Mark Campbell is coming back. If you guys will remember him last year, he put the everybody on their ear because he ran an 8504 on day one and an 8505 on day two and literally one and done both days. Went in, knocked out his pass and was on the road. He said this year could be a challenge as well. So it ought to be pretty interesting to see that car do what it's going to do. We don't have a photo of Richard Flint because he said he's not coming. Uh, he's, if you guys follow him on Facebook, he's rebuilding and upgrading the S2000 that he races. So he's skipping drag week this year with plans for FL 2k and plans to take that car to a low seven second, uh, super street class competitor level. And then Emily Ballard, who we also don't have a picture of because she's not coming because she is getting married. So I don't blame her. You know, I saw but, that post. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Tom Franks, we do have a photo of him. He is unsure as well. So he said the car's running, but he hadn't had a chance to do any testing. So at least he's ahead of some folks uh, that don't even have their car running. And then Steve Brack is coming in the red and black S10. He was at uh, the circuit as well this year, uh, raced in the 275 eighth mile class. So that ought to be pretty fun. It'd be great to see him again. Um, I do want to talk about. The, the class a little bit here, current class ET average record holder, Dustin and Steve. Um, I think if you click the next button, we'll go that. Yep. So um, they're going to be tough to beat. They really do have this car dialed in. Uh, if anyone can do it, I, I think any of the racers above can though, man. I, and those are just the racers that were in the top 10 in that class in 2022 that I messaged to see if they're coming back. So I didn't reach out to anyone else any earlier um, the current class mile per hour record, though, is held by Brett LaSala. You'll remember him in the, the snot rocket, the green rocket um, from 2019 with 168 mile an hour average, 168.74 mile an hour um, average. Y'all, that's that's going to be pretty tough. So, you know, we have an ET record and we have a mile per hour record. So you got to think a guy like uh, Brian that gets out early and gets it done. And a guy like Dustin, like his 8515 ET average only had 159 mile an hour speed average. Right. So he's like, you know, like for him to get another almost 10 miles an hour, it would be really, really hard to set both of those. And that's what we saw at Midwest Drags too. You know, we had um we had the ET record and then another eight miles an hour was Mike Mayone who reset it at 162 miles an hour. Right. So, so pretty awesome. I, you know, again, I don't know. I don't know if we'll have, if we'll uh, do points for 2024's Dragon Drive World Champion for, uh, for mile per hour average. I think ET is probably our way to go there because everybody has always gathered that. And then when drag week ends, the NHRA is doing an exhibition of drag and drive racers with an invitation to the 850 class specifically of hot rod drag week for the Carolina nationals, which is the Betway Carolina nationals. It's literally 105 miles from when we end at Darlington 
It's 105 miles north to um, to Z-Max Raceway. So I've never been to that track. So I'm I'm doing both of the events. So I'll be at Drag Week and then drive up to uh, to Z-Max. So that's kind of exciting. They have done this before. Rick Steinke won it in 2019 when they did it last time. Um, they were obviously at Virginia Motorsports Park, so it's probably a little further of a drive. But I think it makes a lot of sense. And again, NHRA giving drag and drive racers uh, an opportunity to have some exhibition runs, and especially this 850 class. I'm telling you, you guys know I love it, but these cars are, and I say it all the time, I feel like these cars are a car that if the hood is not popped, it looks like a really nice car with a good set of wheels on it. These cars can go anywhere. They can do anything. They're easy to get in and out of all that kind of stuff. That's why I love the 850 class. So Rick Steinke won in the uh, crew cab Malibu, uh, the 850 class when they did this in 2019. Here's what's crazy to me. He won it with an 869 average. And then Scott Brown took second with an 893 average. So big swing there. And obviously this is like an eight or 10, eight or 12 car field. So it's not just a ton of racers here. And then Lisa Fisher, who hasn't who didn't attend in 22, but attended in 2021 in her Grand National. She took third in 2019 with a 9058 average at the Z, at the Z Max uh, 850 Invitational. There, so we know Jay and Brian are coming. I know Steve Brack is going to this. I don't know who else is going to this. So if you do know that you have been invited and you intend to attend. Hit me up. Let me know. Um, we want to definitely follow along with your story during Drag Week and then also uh, for Z-Max. That's I will say, cool. Yeah, there is a racer group that are bringing an extra engine to Drag Week in case something happens during the week. They will go back to the truck and trailer and swap engines and go to compete in the in the Z-Max Carolina Nationals event. So that's going to be pretty cool. I'm, I'm really excited about that. So Yeah, I think it's a really cool opportunity, and I love oh. seeing the – you know, the collaboration with the NHRA, because we've said before, if we can get those guys to to come over and to, to drag and drive, it's just going to grow our community even more. So, yep. Yep. That is 100 percent true. And you attended the the Route 66 event, which is awesome to to see all those racers that are out there. And, you know, anytime we can bring more light to, you know, R850 racers, I'm I'm all for it. So uh, moving on to the next bit of stuff here, Jeffrey Mink made a great post on the Drag Week Drag Weekers Facebook group. Uh, he said he built these panels saying maybe it will help direct the air and build more static pressure uh, in front of the condenser and radiator. Now, if he says condenser, that means he's probably got AC on that thing. That's what I got to get next. Um, <laughs> said, if not, it makes a great tool tray. So there's a there's a few shots here. Uh, there's one where he has a uh, has a beer in one, and I, I left it off. But this this would make great uh, just a airflow correction around there. I think that is one of the biggest things for drag and drive racers. You know, we get the cars together, then you've got to go back and you start. Again, putting all these things together to make it work. Yeah. So that, that's why having the same car for a few years to me makes more sense instead of building a new one uh, every year. My problem with this is I would leave tools laying in there and I would think there'd be like a rod knocking or something and it'd just be that like 13 millimeter wrench just up there bouncing around, you know. Right. The tin is already out and on the ground. It's gone. But <laughs> um, so 
I think this is this is a good idea. We're going to be in a little bit of um, up and down, a little mountainous areas. I think for drag week, so it ought to ought to really tax some cooling systems. You know, not a ton of elevation there like you see on Rocky Mountain, but you know, strains on the car, strains on the converter, keeping things warm, all that kind of stuff. So I think it said earlier we've got two days of 250 mile drives. So that'll be pretty fun. I'm, I'm hoping I can jump in with some racers uh, throughout the week and maybe ride with them. The struggle for drag week for me is that I need to be able to come and go as I please to the track. So going to have a, a, an, um, a struggle there, whether I'm going to keep driving myself or if I'm going to jump in with somebody. So, Well, speaking of airflow, you know, anybody needs a trim ring i've got those for sale for yes. mostly for mustangs but i can design something for anything in fact just before the show i shipped out number 82. wow so pretty awesome for something that again i just kind of started because i wanted one on my car so yep. if anybody is interested in something like that hit me up um i do offer discounts for those in the drag and drive community that's cool, man. Well, that's uh, awesome. Congratulations on, on 82 there. Thank you. And yep. One other, some other folks that uh, help keep all these drag and drive cars going is Sweet Patina. Love having them on board for the Sweet Patina built for drag and drive sponsorship for 2023. You know, we've featured some really nice cars on that, but Sweet Patina not only does that, but they offer detail products, apparel, garage art. They've got all kinds of things. My favorite item that they offer those, the TKO hand cleaning wipes. It's actually in the shop right now. I'm, I now literally meant to grab them before I close the door uh, to record this tonight. So they're heavy duty waterless wipe. I use them to clean tools. I use them to clean my hands. I use them to clean, for some reason, my shins always get really dirty. <laughs> so you can use code DND57 when you are ordering from sweetpatina.com or you can, when you're on your Summit Racing order, placing all that stuff we talked about earlier, you can order it and, uh, and Sweet Patina has their products available there as well. That is right. I do have or, uh, one of my favorite stickers. One of my favorite is uh, their go fast parts before paint. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. And that's one thing that they live. They, you know, they've put 48,000 miles on that, probably more now on the uh, 57 wagon. Yeah. So the uh, the last topic tonight, the top 50 eighth mile racer list uh, presented by Summit Racing. All of our racer lists are presented by Summit as part of our uh, partnership. Y'all, I, I love this. So this will go live on the website shortly, and then I'll share a link on Facebook. The eighth mile racing has probably more than doubled already for 2023 compared to 2024. There are already more than 330 eighth mile racers that have competed in a drag and drive event this year alone. So that's wow. pretty awesome. Yeah. And we're halfway through the season. It's, I mean, it's only getting, it's only getting more. I think we're going to see a continued push to eighth mile. Um, I think it opens up a lot more drag strip opportunities, but I think also there's a lot of people that want to take the, they will race that because they can go very fast uh, with maybe a little less safety. So you don't have to quite build a 180 mile an hour capable car to be very, very competitive. So the top five of the list are Jordan Tuck from Rowdy Radial of Sick Week. You know, you'll remember Jordan drive, drove uh, Devin Vanderhoof's uh, car. Sick Week 460. 
4.644 average at sick week came down and just man laid it out it was it was pretty awesome to watch yeah and and that's and that's quite a bit ahead of the the second place car too uh yeah so second place is sheldon root who's also an eighth mile racer from the southeast uh sick week for him four eight sixteen average so that's pretty awesome and then you got Pat Miker from the Outlaw class of Miles of Mayhem. You know, this car is also a stick shift car uh, with a 4.845 average. And then Michael Westberg from Street Week Sweden in the Max Outlaw class with a 4.924. Here's what's crazy. Uh, he ran a 4.0 one day. Like, it, you know, are we fixing to see some 390s? Are we going to see? Really? You know, so he ran a, like a 4.043 on the second day of of street week sweden so that car is pretty amazing i mean it's obviously set a record for that event but it and still ended up at a, a four nine twenty four average after running a six second pass or turning in a six second pass uh one day and then i'm gonna say this name is jacques uh sedergren <laughs> maybe i don't know uh from street week sweden five second average with a 5013 those are your top five eighth mile racers of 2023 so far matt moore is in seventh place with as the first rocky mountain race week racer with a 509 average it's pretty awesome and then uh the bump spot is colby uh buke sorry of um of miles of mayhem with his 5955 average that's right all of the top 50 racers are four and five second averages, which wow. is really fast. I mean, that's, you know, like a, like a 590 average is what, like a, I mean, that's an eight second car easy. Yeah. You know, nine second car, something like that, probably 850. Um, a few of the tight races, th there's a lot of races that are in that, that are very, very tight. A lot of 001 differences, 002003 differences in their averages. So, you know, we talk about Dragon Driver World Champion a lot, but also the individual racer list, you know, can can people keep moving up? Can you do that? Can you get there? Um there were 23 racers from Street Week Sweden on the list. That's 20, wild. That's almost half, dude. That's crazy. Yeah. So, now this is different um if an event is a national level event with four days of scheduled racing, you are able to make this list. Okay. So we have Pine Pass. Th these are the lists. This is the events that are available for this list. Um, Pine Pass Shootout, Delta Street Week, Race Week for the Rowdy Radio Class, Redwood Rally, and Southeast Street and Yeet. And I don't know if they'll do an eighth mile class for, um, for Death Week or not. But if you are already on this list and are competing in another event, you can move forward or up the list as long as there's not. But we'll we'll never we'll always use your fastest event ET average. So yep. uh, so if you want to move up the list, you need to go faster. The problem is if people are faster, you can also go down. We had one event I think back to back last year that was like Drag Week and Race Week, and somebody went faster but move down 20 spots. Yeah, that'll yep. happen. Yeah, pretty pretty crazy stuff. Um, so again, that list will be out shortly. It's a top 50 eighth mile national level list because we'll also have 
regional list that I'm working on as well. So, guys, that's going to wrap the show for tonight. I want to say thanks for watching. We'll see you again Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern uh, for the Dragon Drive News, which is 30 minutes. That's kind of our max. Um, so we got breakdown of upcoming events built for Dragon Drive, brought to you by Sweet Patina, and then the Howard's Cams comedy section. Uh, featuring funny stories and memes from the Dragon Drive community. And the meme stuff has been awesome lately. So again, that's Saturday morning. This this episode that you're watching tonight will be available on the podcast on Friday morning at 10 a.m. And then we go right into Saturday morning with the Dragon Drive News live. And then Monday, the Dragon Drive News drops as the podcast. So, dude, that's a lot of info, man. Thank it's a you. lot. All right, guys. Thank you very much. We'll see you on Saturday morning. Yep. See you guys.